Welcome back to Inner Warm Up, where your inner work begins. My name is Taylor Lise Morrison, creator of Inner Workout, and you are always our expert guest, but today we have someone else here as well. We're doing a taking care with interview. For those of you who aren't familiar, we have someone take the take care assessment and give us their tips and story about the area where they scored the highest this time around. So today we have Kenya Jackson Salters, who is a master workshop facilitator and a five-time published self-help author, certified spiritual coach, and Reiki master. Back in 2015, Kenya, along with her partner Michelle, blended the health benefits of exercise, meditation, and writing to form a customized personal development experience for women called the Outdoor Journal Tour, which if you're listening to this podcast, the Outdoor Journal Tour is definitely something that is up your alley. I'm so excited to have Kenya here today. Kenya, welcome to the show. Want to know how growth starts? With asking yourself the right questions. Our free take care assessment asks you 75 questions that get to the root of what you need most right now. After completing the assessment, you'll get a PDF profile with practices based on your results. Head to the link in our show notes to take care today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. So I gave a quick introduction to you, but I always love to give guests the chance to tell more about themselves in their own words. So what do you want us to know about you? What do you want us to know about your work? Um, so it's really interesting that you would ask that question. I had a really unique experience this weekend and that it wasn't this weekend. It was yesterday and the day before it felt like this weekend. Um, but Monday and Tuesday I was in uh, Montgomery doing some work around a new project down there. And I realized at that time that my work is with the women, my work is with the women. So, you know, formally I do wellness work for women in outdoor spaces, but I also do my spiritual practice. I'm also helping women to like uncover and dig, and dig deeper into, you know, their, their internal makeup, um, using numerology and, and chakra magic and stuff like that. So wherever women are, I am in that space to be a respite and a, uh, an advocate for their healing. So kind of a long winded way of saying my work is with the women. That's my work. Mm, that was not long-winded at all. And that was so powerful. I love that. Your work is with the women. Yeah. That's really powerful. <laughs> I felt that in my body. I was like, yes, this is a woman who knows what she is here on this earth to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Kenya, we had you take the take care assessment and you scored highest in the connection to something bigger subdimension with which knowing what I knew about your work with the outdoor journal tour, that wasn't that big of a surprise, but then hearing what you just said now about the way that you're able to integrate your care for women, your love of the outdoors, as well as your spiritual practice, it totally makes sense that you would connect to this connection to something bigger, which falls under the bliss dimension of well-being. So I'm really curious to hear what being connected to something bigger means to you? Um, well, I mean, it means a lot, right? Because my, you know, first love 
was really uh, spirituality. And then uh, I went to school for psychology and sociology and then returned right back to spirituality, right? So there's just this idea that we're a part of something. I'm going to say a knowing. I won't say idea. There's this knowing within me that I'm a part of something much greater than myself, be it what I see in the natural world, be it in the life that I see behind the eyes of other sentient beings, be it the fact that I go to bed every night and my heart still beats and I still breathe and I'm totally unconscious while that's happening. There's just always been this knowing in me that there is this this great energy that kind of animates me in the world around me. And I have a, a, a great amount of like just respect for that energy, right? And also knowing that that energy is within me, right? Making me in all intents of all purposes, a creator on my own. Um, and so all of my work is kind of an homage to the remembering of that, the remembering of my own power, the power of the energy around me and trying to return to that. So that's, that's kind of what drives me. That's what drives this idea of healing is the fact that there is a knowing that there is greater within me. There is a knowing that there is greater around the world. So if I'm in a space where I'm feeling disconnected from that, then how do we get back to that knowing, right? Like, how do we get back in alignment with that knowing? And so that's, that's, what, that's what motivates me. And also when I'm able to help other people, other women, especially connect back to their knowing, connect back to their, the reality of who they really are as, as spirit beings. Like it's, it's exciting for me. It's, it's invigorating and it, it energizes me every day to keep going. And I'm curious, Kenya, what helps you root back into your knowing? Um, so definitely nature. Nature, nature is really powerful for me. I live in Atlanta and we usually have pretty decent weather. It's starting to get warm again. I'm so excited about it. So just being outside, the sunshine, um, watching the natural world develop. So I'm a person that like looks at tree formations and I look at the way flowers grow and I do live in a um, central city. So there is lots of concrete, right? So there's always this, this realization and this knowledge of me seeing, you know, nature persist in spite of the environment, right? So the trees that grow in the concrete, the flowers that are coming, growing out of the buildings, like how this um, creative force that we know as nature or mother nature just kind of finds its way to grow and thrive no matter what environment it's in. That's very inspiring to me. Um, that helps me to, to kind of re- reconnect and ground in. Also, my experiences with the people that I work with, right? So I am still in practice. So I do have clients and um, individual clients that I see outside of the outdoor journal tour. So just kind of working with them also helps me ground in because, you know, we are, we, we have different names, but oftentimes very similar experiences. And so when you're able to see yourself through the lens of another person, um, that's, that's always really a grounding and you feel like you're less alone. And then probably the most practical thing is I'm big into card pools these days. So I've gotten like all the Oracle decks. Okay. Every time there's a sassy Oracle deck, I have to have it. And, um, so I do carpool. So that's like my way of like having private time with myself and, uh, source energy. I'll do carpools and journal about, you know, what I pull. Yeah. Those are probably the big, big three. And I also work out every day too. Working out every day also helps, but that's kind of stressful and painful as well. But (laughs) (laughs) yeah. And you kind of breezed over this, like you mentioned how, card pulls have been really vital to you feeling a connection to source. You didn't mention that you just published a deck, the nature meditations deck that kind of combines the opportunity to 
pull a card, which for me is always, even if the the deck isn't inherently spiritual, there's always this element of like luck and wonder as you pull a card and you just choose to believe that it's the card you need in the moment. So I'm wondering, I'd love to hear more about your nature meditations deck and then the process that it was that you undertook to bring that to life. Oh, <laughs> so nature meditation deck is my baby. And I love what you said, the luck and wonder. I'm so grateful that those are the words you use because that's exactly what I wanted people to feel um, with the deck. The nature meditation deck is pretty much this hybrid of my experiences as a uh, wellness professional and then our work with Outdoor Journal Tour over the past six years. So for us, the outdoors were always a medium for uh, just kind of like wellness care, well care for women. We wanted women to have a, a safe and sacred space to come together have tough conversations, meet with other like-minded people, move their bodies, get a little bit of vitamin D, have some really healthy, positive conversation. And what we realized is that that sounds really easy to like say, but it was difficult for people to actually find the energy and motivation to do it. And even if they could get outside, they were like, okay, what do we do now? Right. Um, so the, the nature meditations deck is like kind of this bite-sized curriculum that you can kind of use to you know, foster conversation with people to even just kind of internally look within to even notice uh, some of the things that are out in the natural world and pay closer attention to it and kind of figure out how that may relate to you in your life. So that was kind of the goal of that deck. And I think it's a really great companion to outdoor activity, but also anything, because even if you can't get outside, the deck is going to channel the energy of outdoor spaces so, so well that it's going to put you in that, in the feeling place of being outside anyway. And so I think it really helps people kind of drop in with themselves to acknowledge and, 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 and just kind of see nature in a different way. Um, and also just to like, you know, think about some fun memories that you may have had outside or just some interesting things. Like, I think it's a really great, um, thought, thought starter. And the process was, was really interesting. I mean, it was actually a pretty long process. So I won't get into the whole thing, but it took about two years from inception to publication. Um, started the process in 2019 and then COVID came and ate everybody's dreams, including mine. And <laughs> so we had to wait uh, some time to get it out. But what I will say for those of you all that have the deck is that every card is based on an actual experience that I had, things that I saw, places that I went over the time that I was writing the deck and before. There's original poetry in there from when I first started writing, you know, years and years ago. So it's a very, very personal thing. It is like my offering to the world of how I kind of was able to find myself and how I was able to be better, be better for myself. Thank you for letting us into that process. And I loved how you said, yes, these cards are great for going outside and if you're hiking or going on a trip, but it also can be great when you're stuck inside. And like you said, to give you some of that wisdom of nature, I just pulled a card from the the section messages from the earth and um, it's titled pressure and preparation. And I can totally see how me right here sitting at my desk, thinking about pressure and preparation, could get something out of the idea that 
sometimes the most beautiful things come when there's pressure surrounding it, especially when you're talking about COVID too. Like how timely is that where you're talking about COVID kind of eat my dreams, but then look how beautiful the end result turned out. Right. And and I was very mindful of that when I was writing it because I wrote the deck during COVID. So I, you know, the deck was written 2020-ish and early like between 2020 and, um, no, 2020, I believe I actually said the final uh, copy in 2020. So we were in the height of COVID, right? Um, and so I was thinking to myself, like, you know, beforehand, you know, we own nature, we own the outdoor activity company and, and we are the outdoor journal tour. We travel, you know, all around the country, meeting women where they are and having hikes in their local parks and their local, you know, uh, spaces to like kind of get them closer to the spaces that are in their neighborhood. So we couldn't do any of that, right? And now I have this really wonderful opportunity to write this deck about nature meditations for a population that literally can't go outside. And I didn't know how long the process was going to take it. So I wanted to be mindful that even if this comes out while we're still in the middle of the pandemic, um, people can still find value in it. So it was important to be like really descriptive. It was important to like try to draw people into what they could possibly see out their windows or memories that they had from previously being able to go outside because I wanted it to be inspiring and I didn't want it to feel like you're reading something you're like, damn, you know, I, I, I wish I could and I can't, you know, and so some of the nature references are like super, super, super on, like, what does it smell like? And some of them are just much more conceptual so that if you can't get outside, you still can have this experience and feel like it's valuable to you, you know? Yeah. And that definitely comes through like this card that I just pulled. It says it can take more than a million years for a diamond to form. And you've got this beautiful language that's helping me envision the the journey from being a carbon deposit into a diamond and i don't have to watch a youtube video of that i don't have to like sit around for a million years to watch it happen to see in my mind how beautiful that is Uh and also to feel grounded in applying it to my own life because you end this card with a journaling prompt Uh so yes thank you for for putting this into the world and yeah, really sharing such a, it sounds like a really personal part of yourself with the world through this deck. Yeah, definitely. And I, you know, I'm, I'm so grateful to, to be, to have been able to do it. I think that that is the hope of, you know, most people who have a gift that they recognize that they have the, the, the greatest, the greatest uh, hope is that you can give that gift to people and give it to as many people as you possibly can. Um, and for me, my connection to source, my connection to that something bigger uh, drives me to be even more motivated to do that because I'm like, yo, I, I love, I can do all this stuff myself. But the fact that I am able to inspire people to do something new, to look at things differently, to feel better about themselves, that really makes me feel great. You know, and when I think about the other people in the world whose gifts have blessed me, you know, amazing authors, amazing, you know, say artists or singers or chefs or whatever. I'm like, gosh, what if this person never cooked or what if this person never wrote or what if this person never sang? Like how much would my life have been different if this person didn't, you know? And so that really motivates me every day to like get up and do it, you know, <laughs> because hopefully prayerfully is finding itself, it's finding my work is finding a place into the right hands, the right ears and the right eyes. And it's able to bring some level of like comfort and you know, um, inspiration to people, the way people have inspired me. So, Mm, and I'm really appreciating this almost different angle that you're adding to the connection to something bigger where yes, it is so important to 
get out in nature and feel like you're connected to source or how whatever that manifests like in your life but it's also hearing you say through that connection that you have you're able to in a really um grounded and confident and not egoic way acknowledge your gifts and Mm -hmm. share them with the world and i think that's a benefit that sometimes we forget when we're talking about being connected to something bigger it isn't just about us feeling like we're this small insignificant little piece in the universe Mm -hmm. no it's through that connection we know that we have a gift that we need to give and and show up so thank you for that that's a reminder that i needed like literally (laughs) it's like the universe was like hey taylor you're going to interview this person she's going to tell you something you really need and it's going to be recorded so that you can't forget it so thank you thank you oh man thank you so i guess if anyone's listening to this and they're like kenya that sounds really great that you're so connected to nature you're so connected to source but that is not my story right now yeah. what piece of advice or what would you say to that person so this is going to seem like so corny, right? But I would say follow your bliss. And, um, you know, um, I'm a student of Abraham Hicks and Abraham Hicks talks about that. It's not about jumping from zero to a hundred. It's about bump jumping from zero to one. And sometimes if you're in a space where you don't feel well, like you're not in a great space, you don't feel connected to source or a higher power, or even if that's just not your story in general, even if you're just not that kind of person, um, if you're in this place where you're not feeling that great, The idea, of course, eventually is to feel amazing, but the first step is to feel not as bad, right? (laughs) So like, if you can figure out how anything that can, that can make you feel not as bad, you can do simple things like music that inspires you, food that makes you feel good, books or quotes that are inspiring to you, friends that you like to laugh with. I watch comedy specials on TV sometimes when I'm not when I'm not feeling my best just to get some laughter out of me. We can always manipulate our energy. And even if we can't get ourselves on top of the mountain, we can get ourselves three steps away from the car. Right. And so if there's something that brings you joy and something that you feel good about, if you can just find one thing in your life that you feel not as crappy about, um, I'm going to say, like, lean into that thing a little bit. And it'll give you some energy to maybe do something else. So if you're feeling like, oh gosh, I'm having a horrible day today, maybe just go take a shower. And a shower maybe will be the first step. And then after you have the shower, you might feel like, okay, maybe I can send an email today. Maybe I have a little bit of energy to go outside. Maybe I can drink some water. And as you're just doing little things, following that next impulse to feel a little bit better, you'll find that, you know, you'll see yourself kind of moving up that scale, right? And so that's always what, what I do. And I, I give my clients like a feel better toolkit. So you can kind of write down some of those things that do make you feel better. And you kind of know where your go-tos. So you have that when you have your moments of just like not feeling connected, you know, and sometimes it helps, you know, um, and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes, you know, the best thing to do for yourself is acknowledge where you're at and recognize that you haven't always been there and that it probably won't last forever. And maybe today is just a crap day. And I'm going to give myself grace and permission to have that, you know? So that's, that's always kind of where I go with it. Of course, you know, buy my deck and read it and take Taylor's test because it's awesome. But like, if you, <laughs> if you want something a little simpler, shower, clean up your house, eat an orange, you know what I'm saying? Watch some comedy, you know, little things like that can kind of help boost the energy in your body. 
I love that. If people are listening in, they're jotting down notes, they're like, I want to hear more from Kenya. Mm -hmm. How can they stay connected to you? So I am on good old Instagram. Um, I'm at Consult Kenya, which is my personal page. And there is where, um, you know, you can kind of see daily. I usually post like something, some sort of like Instagram, uh, like call to action, like a journaling prompt or something to think about. Uh, my website, my personal website is linked on that Consult Kenya Instagram. And then if you are into more leaning into the outdoor activity piece, it's at Outdoor Journal Tour, all one word. And uh, of course, it's all one word, Lord have mercy. But <laughs> at, all, at Outdoor Journal Tour. And um, there, all from there, you can get um, with our group hikes and um, get connected to what we do um, in our, our newsletter and stuff like that. And we actually have a big campaign coming up uh, in March called We Hike in May, excuse me, called We Hike to Heal, which is uh, Women Everywhere Hike to Heal. And it's all about getting women of all walks of life outside and, and practicing more mindfulness. And registration opened for that two days ago. So feel free to join us for that. There are virtual options and some in-person stuff too. So at Consult Kenya or at Outdoor Jungle Tour, I'll be both places. Lovely. Well, Kenya, thank you so much. I already shared, but like I needed to have this conversation today and I'm hoping that the people listening feel supported as well. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you as always for your expertise and take care.